Dude, guy, I had to take a nap today. I napped. I'm old. I'm 42. I'm old. I actually, I mean, I literally, it wasn't like, I, I couldn't even get through it. I had to, I had to, no, I couldn't fight through it. I needed to take a nap. So I have the new job working at WEEI, and currently I'm, I'm doing some of the morning shifts, and I have to wake up earlier than I normally wake up. I know, look, for 15 years, I woke up plenty early because I used to do a morning show, but I haven't done it in a long time. And today, I got up early, I got, I got into the station, and after I leave the station, I have to work. I, I have to go and run my business, take junk. It's a junk removal company, but we do construction debris, so I was doing a um, construction site cleanup today. Dragon ass. I got home. I fell asleep. I just woke up like 10 minutes ago. I don't even know if we could do the podcast. Because <laughs> people, like, if someone bothers me right now, I'll explode. You can't talk to me for like two hours after I wake up. I have to wake up and get plenty plenty of alone time. Or, or I'm real snappy. But I'm officially an old ass man. My back hurts. Um, I, I don't care. Here's my life now. Uh, I don't care what I look like, meaning I'll wear the same clothes every single day, so I don't care. My back hurts all the time. My feet hurt all the time. I get headaches all the time. I I, I need naps, and I'm and I'm cheap as they come. I, I'm an old ass man. And speaking of being cheap, I must say, I went to the I don't know if they call it the dollar store or the Dollar Tree. I live in Revere, Massachusetts. I know that some people don't that aren't from Revere, Mass or from the area, whatever. I think it's the dollar store. Might be the Dollar Tree. Don't know. But I bought some cereal there. It's a knockoff of Apple Jacks. It was called Apple Bites. I did a video. It's on my Facebook. It's on my Instagram. It's on my Twitter. Check it out. It's actually pretty good. And I paid a buck for it. And it's the same size. It's the same size as Apple Jacks would be. I wonder if it's the Demoulas type brand. I love, I love, love Demoulas cereal. Demoulas cereal is the best. It's the best knockoff ever. You have to try it. Check it out. Now, there, there is one other thing that I, that I can't handle, and then we're going to get to the American dream being taxed to death here in the United States of America. We're going to get that in a second. One other thing that I just I can't stand as an older man, and I, we say this a lot, I hate talking to people. Well, my family's been gone all week, so I'm, I'm stuck with the dogs, so I've been walking the dogs. And people who have dogs must be really personable or people who have dogs must like to interact. I don't like to interact. I can't stand walking the dog and other people are out walking their dogs. It's like an invitation to have a convo. I'm walking my dog at Scout. He's a Yorkie. And he's like, oh, look at him. Oh, Scouty. Why am I bitch? Shut the fuck up. Shut up. My dog, I want my dog to shit, piss, and I want to go back in the house. I don't want my dog sniffing your dog's ass. I don't want to hear my dog barking at your dog. I don't want to have to walk to the other side of the street because your dog's barking. I, shut up. I don't want to have a combo about your dog, when you got him, he was a rescue dog. He was just, I don't care. I don't care. I'm already pissed that I have to walk the dog. Please, I don't give a flying F about your dog. I don't care. I don't want to know where you walk your dog. I don't care where the local dog parks are. I don't care. It's insane. Literally, I'm like, I don't even want, I wish I had a backyard that I could take the dogs out to. Here, I live up 
uh, close to the beach here. All the houses are next door to each other. Hardly anyone has a backyard, so you have to take the dog for a walk around the street. Of course, you got to pick up after yourself. That's already a pain in the ass in itself, especially if you forget a bag. If you don't have a bag with you, you have to find something in the street to clean up the crap. Drives me nuts. You know, whether you use a leaf, a plate, or you know, an old cigarette, cotton, whatever you can find, you have to pick it up. And people talk to you. They think that you, they have a dog and you have a dog and you have something in common. I have nothing in common with you people. Don't, please, my dog, I, if, just, fuck, I can't, that's all, you know what I'm talking about, if you have a dog and you're out walking your dog, you know what I'm talking about, I can't stand it, alright, two things we're gonna get to today on Spazzing Out America's Podcast, first off, share the podcast, if you're watching on Facebook or on Instagram, follow me, subscribe to that page, share the feed right now, send it to someone, tag someone, and boom, send it off. Now, we do the podcast Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights, and I upload it to a podcast platform Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday mornings. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, um, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, Hey Alexa, play Spazzing Out America's Podcast. And then you can hear the podcast on your ride to work, on your ride home from work, whenever you want. It's there for you. You can pause it, play it, pause it, play it. It's there for you whenever you want to listen to it. Please share it with somebody. Okay, the, the, the census... So last year... Here's, this is something that drives me nuts. Let me, let me get this out of the way. I can't explain to you how important it is for you to participate in the U.S. Census. When it comes around, they do it every 10 years, and people avoid it. I don't know why people avoid doing their responsibility to fill out their census paperwork. You have to do it. It's so important. It rearranges the the House of Representatives. That's just one of the things it does. I mean, listen, knowing how many people live in the United States of America is is an important thing. It, It helps allocate money to states from the federal government. But the most important, I don't care about all that shit. The most important thing that it does is it sets up how many representatives, how many congressional districts your state is going to, going to have. Massachusetts used to have 11. Now it has nine. It's going to remain at nine based on how many people live in your state and how many people don't live in that state. It sets up the congressional seats and what states will have X amount of seats and what states don't have X amount of seats. If you don't participate in it and you think that your numbers don't matter, they do. You should ask New York. They're pretty pissed off. And I'm going to explain why. We're going to break down. The U.S. Census Bureau announced the, the House of Representatives seats. They announced the seats will change. Six states will gain Six states will gain seats that they didn't have. Seven states will lose seats that they had. It's huge. And I'll explain why. And then the other thing, we have got to talk about the attack on the American dream. The Biden administration wants to tax the shit out of American families and and tax the hell out of those of us that are are living the American dream and that want to be rich and that want to be successful. It's basically a deterrent for being successful. The Biden administration has, has given the death penalty to the American dream. They've said, if you would like to, to live the American dream, we're going to kill you if you get there. If you are lucky enough to be successful and you've worked hard enough to gain wealth, 
We're going to stab you to death and tax you at a 40% rate on your capital gains. Over 40% on your income. We're coming to take your money if you've worked your ass off and become, and, and become successful. And we want to, we, we're coming, we're coming with the, with the capital gains tax hammer. They're coming down with a hammer on the capital gains tax and they're going to get rid of the stepped up basis program. I'll explain what that is and why that's a huge problem. First thing, a lot of people don't care if the wealthy get taxed. We're middle class. Oh, anybody making over 400 grand, who cares? It's a lot of money. Anybody making over a million dollars a year, whatever. I don't care. Tax them to death. I don't make that kind of money. I make 100 grand. I make 150 and boo-hoo. You have to understand it's the idea of becoming wealthy. That's what America is based on. I want you to go back a hundred years and you think of the of the, the immigrants that came here legally to come here, to come and live the American dream so they could be wealthy so that they could set their families up for good. You, Ford, Heinz, Dale Carnegie, all these, Dale Carnegie, <laughs> he wrote the books, bro. Andrew Carnegie. Um, but the Hershey family, the Mars family, the, you know, the, the the fucking even the scumbag that stole Coca Cola and made it his own was living his own American dream. The Ray Crocs, the Colonel Sanders, these people, these titans of industry, that were all poor. They were poor. That's the point here. They were poor at some point in a family's lineage. At some point, it, I don't know how far you have to go back. Some some you can only go, you only have to go one generation back. But at some point, the family was poor. And we could just use my family for an example. My family, my, my, my grandfather and my dad, and they, they came here from Italy. My father moved from Italy. He came here. He came from that fucking totalitarian, uh, authoritarian, whatever the hell you want to call it communist fucking place, fascist place, sorry, to come here and live the American dream, and they had nothing. They came here with nada. And my father worked his butt off, and he got a little bit of the American dream. Got a nice house in Woburn for his kids. And now it's my job to take that a step further. And hopefully my kid will take it a step further. So now, let's just say Narium. My son's name's Narium, or Presley. Let's say they're the ones to set my family into the stratosphere. I'm never going to, I mean, I'd like to be a millionaire. My goal is to be a millionaire, but let's say I never get there. I never get there. I'm just a slob. I make uh, anywhere from 80 to $150,000 for the rest of my life. Not a bad living. I'm not making fun of that. My point is I don't want to. I want to make 400000 I want to make a million. I want to be there. I want to be successful and rich, but when I get there, I don't want to be taxed for it. I don't want to be beaten down for, let's say I get, I'm 42. I've been grinding. For 42 years, let's say by the time I'm 50-something, or let's say by the time I get to 60, I finally have, have put something together that has that is got me massive wealth. Whether it's in real estate, maybe it's take junk, maybe the podcast takes off, and I should be penalized for my hard work? I should be penalized for grinding? I should be penalized for chasing the American dream? Because that's what they're saying. They're saying, once you've hit $400,000... Well, you're making, you're making too much money. You're too successful. We don't want you to be successful here in the United States. I feel like that's the very opposite of America. I feel like Americana is come to America and be successful. 
Come to the United States of America, live the American dream, and come and become successful. But here, now the dream, now the dream is this. Come to America, work a shitty job, make shit wages, and we won't tax you that bad. But if you come to America and you think you're going to work hard and you're going to become successful and make millions, well, we're going to just knock you right back down to the middle, middle, uh, to the middle class level because we're going to take all the money after all our blood, sweat, and tears you put in. That's the problem. People forget about the blood, sweat, and tears Americans put into building something because what they see is the next generation. They see the kid. They say, oh, look it. Look at this wealthy little shit that inherited his dad's money. Well, fine. That's his fucking right. He should have inherited his dad's money. His dad worked his butt off. His dad was an immigrant bum that came over on a fucking boat and worked his butt off to make millions so that he could take care of his family. He didn't work his ass off so the federal government could take 40% of the wealth upon his death. 40 fucking percent. 40 percent. Fuck. Could you imagine that? I want you to imagine this. You've worked your ass off your whole entire life. You didn't hit the lottery. You grinded. You grinded. When you were 18 years old, you were making five bucks an hour. That's probably what minimum wage was back then. You worked your butt off, but you worked up. You saw, you know, maybe you worked up through a company. Maybe you created something. Maybe you spent your whole life savings on yourself. You bet on yourself. I'm gonna put my whole life savings into making fucking widgets. And I made the and I and it took me five years. To fuck. It, Feel after feel after feel after grind after grind after loss after loss. Seven, eight years later, you finally invent a widget that's, that revolutionizes the world. And everybody wants it. But you know what? You have no fucking money. You're pissed poor. You just got the widget. So now you got to grind even more to figure out a way to get the money to take the thing to fucking market. You finally get it to market. It takes off. It's going great. You're 20 years deep. That's not an overnight night success. You're 45. You're 50 years old. You've been poor your whole goddamn life. But you did it. You made it. You lived the American dream. Now you're making a million dollars a year. But wait. No, you're not. No, but wait. The government comes in and says, nope. Oh, oh, oh. congratulations, Mr. Paziali, for all your hard work and your 20 years of service of putting together the greatest widget in American history. We're going to take half. And then when you die, we're going to take even more. We're going to tax you at 40 something percent while you're alive. And the little bit of money we let you keep, the little bit of money we let you hold on to when you die and pass it on to your kids, we're going to take another 40 percent. You don't see how that's fucked up. You can't sit back and tell me that that's okay, but you will because you're a liberal mutant. You say, oh, oh, the rich, they make it. They're so lucky. They get everything. Everything was handed to them. No, it wasn't. Somewhere along the line, someone in that family had to step there, had to step it, had to decide to separate themselves from poverty said, you know what? I'm not going to be poor. I'm going to be an innovator. I'm going to, I'm going to work my ass off no matter what it takes. 20 years, 10, 15, 30, whatever it takes. I'm going to set my family up and set my family apart for generations, four generations off my hard work. That's the American dream. That's what this country was created for. But no, once you become successful, you get penalized. Once you make money, you get fucking penalized. Once you make over $400,000, you don't, you, you're like, oh, I made 400000 Oh, 
shit. You you come to find out that you're making four hundred thousand dollars after taxes. You're making less money than the guy who's making two fifty. After taxes, you're making less money than the guy making three hundred grand. It's a deterrent for success. And then you got some real wealth. You're really killing it. You've you've generated. Maybe you're a farmer. Right, you've created the family. I said I'm gonna start the family farm. We're gonna have cows, so we're gonna do dairy. We're fucking corn. We're gonna have it all. We, it's it's gonna be the biggest farm in America. We, we want to bring farms back, and you grind and you make yourself a a multi million dollar family farm. It's a ten million dollar farm. Yeah, you're killing it. You you you're doing great. Well, but revenues are coming in. You're getting taxed a shit at forty percent. Then shit, you die. You die. You're the sole owner. You're the, you started it from the beginning. You started Paziali Ranch. It's amazing. Then you die. And then when it transfers to your kids, they want to get rid of the step up, uh, uh, the step up base program. When they transfer it to your kids, they're going to tax, they're going to tax them so fucking hard on that farm. And let, let me explain it. it. It's not like a little bro. It's, it's devastating. So let's say I started the, the business. I started the farm. When, when I originally started it, let's say its value was $50,000 and I built it up to a $10 million beast. And then I handed it over to my kids. They're going to hit my kids with the capital gains tax on gains between 50,000 and 10 million. They're going to hit my kids for 40% on fucking 10 million. Not on the, that what they do now is it's a step up base. So when something is inherited, it's based on the current market value. So for example, let's uh, hold on. My iPad's a little bit fucked up guys. Three, three, five, one. So for example, let's say I, I own a farm. It's worth 10 million. I die right now. I hand it over to my kids. It's worth 10 million and $1, right? So they're only going to have to pay capital gains on, on a buck. On on one dollar, it's it's only that's it. What the what Biden wants to do on any any assets over a million dollars, he wants to kick it back to the original bought price. He wants to say, nope, you're going to have to pay capital capital gains taxes on what your parents paid for it. Now here's an example. Let's say your parents had a house in Somerville, Massachusetts, long ago. They bought it for like twenty thousand dollars. Those houses now sell for over a million dollars. You are now going to pay a a, a stepped up. Fucking capital gains tax. You're going to pay a more capital gains on it. So you're going to pay on the difference between 50000 and over that million. Whereas the way it works now, if it's worth a million when you got it and you fucking sold it for a million, you wouldn't even have to pay any capital gains taxes. But now, but you will. Now they're changing it to fucking... It's... I, I can't. I'm going to get pissed. I'm trying to keep my temper down. It's It's so offensive. It's just so offensive. I, you know what it makes it here? I'm gonna bring it home. I have to get. You know, I have to take this shit, and I gotta bring it into your house. Every single person watching and listening right now, I want you to think of your dad. I want you to think of your mom. I want you to think of or, or think of your grandparents and how hard they worked for everything they had. Everything in the house has a monetary value or a time value to it. I don't give a fuck if it's a balloon. If you got a balloon in the house and the balloon costs five bucks or it costs, you know, maybe it's a nice ass balloon, it's a big ass balloon and they paid 10 bucks for it. That's probably an hour of their life that they had to spend to make that 10 bucks. So that piece of shit balloon is an hour of their life. Gone. Dusted. Everything. Food. Computers. Whatever you buy is nothing but a measure of your life given away. It's given away. 
and you work your ass off to amass wealth, and then the government comes in and they suck more of your life away. They suck more of your hard-earned dollars, more of your time, more of your determination. It's, 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 they're fucking thieves. It's thievery. And they're stealing your parents' legacy. They're stealing your parents' hard work. I can't even sit here and just, I couldn't even look at my old man in the face. I, 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 this guy worked his ass off his entire life. He worked hard. That's what you have to look at. Think about the times you didn't see your father, you didn't see your mom because they were busy working for you to make a better life for you. And they they were lucky enough to get a nice house in Winchester, even Woburn, wherever they fucking lived. And then all their hard work is for naught because when they die and they give you, listen, listen, they they give you assets and listen, estates can, can... be worth a lot more than you think really quick. If someone owns a house outright, that's $600,000 right there. You're only 400000 short of a million. You get to that million dollar mark, you're paying 40%. 40, and, and it's they're taxing money and shit that's already been taxed. They're taxing stuff that's already been taxed. Your parents already paid tax on that money. Maybe not the house, but they used money that was taxed to buy the house. Why shouldn't you get to enjoy the spoils of your parents' hard work? Why does the U.S. government, what makes them think that they can take that from you? And why are you not pissed about this? That's the one thing I can't understand. When I think about this, I'm like, they're they're robbing from my dad. My father's long dead and gone, but they're stealing from my father. They're stealing from my grandfather. These guys worked. They moved, they fucking, they left, they snuck out, they snuck the fuck out of a country to come here and live a better life so that what, I can work my ass off and have you steal it from me? And liberal mutants aren't upset about it? You should be bullshit. You shouldn't be thinking this is what they want to do. They want to pit you against rich people. They want to say, all the rich people are bad, fuck the rich people, they have more money than they can handle. It's not about the rich. It's not. It's about that ability to become rich. It's about the ability to come to this great country and become whoever you want to be. It's about stealing and killing the American dream. It's a death. It, it is, it's the death penalty for being successful. And if that's not a problem from you, I, I can't understand it. You, your thinking is twisted. You're twisted. Your thoughts are twisted. Just because they're wealthy doesn't make them a scumbag. At some point, somebody had to be the person to go from being poor to being wealthy. And back then, it was a little bit easier. They weren't taxed to death. Now, I, you know how, how difficult it must be? Or, or, or the difficulties? Could you, I just want you to imagine that you're, you, you've decided today that you're going to start your first business. You've decided today that you're going to become an entrepreneur. You've decided today that you're going to take your life savings, $30,000, $40,000, $50,000, $20,000, and you're going to invest it into a business, and you're going to start it from the, you're going to put your, you're going to strap up the boots, and you're going to work it, you're going to work it from the beginning until it makes a ton of money. And then by the time you get there, 20, 30 years in, when you get there, and you finally made it, and you're successful, the government takes half. And people look at you and they go, look at this fucking rich bum. Look at this piece of crap. He's got money. They don't see all the hard work that got put into it. 
I get it. You see some of the rich kids and you say, ah, look at the rich kid. Well, his dad had to work for it. So honor his father. Don't steal his father's legacy. Don't steal his father's farm. Don't steal his father's business. Try to think of it like this. Say your father started the Mars Candy Company, which is still family owned. Your dad, I don't know the guy's name, it was like Frank Mars or something like that. Right? His kid was a real dickhead. But let's say you're one of the grandkids. And these guys worked their ass off and they built up this business. It's a billion dollar company. Now let's say one of those kids inherits it, inherits it and he goes to sell it. Let's just say for even money. Let's say it's worth $50 billion. They go and sell it. They're not getting 50 bill. They're going to have to first. They're going to have to pay 50 fucking percent of that to the U.S. government. And that's beyond fucked up to me. I have a huge problem with that. It's stealing money from their father. It's stealing money from the family. The government had nothing to do with building that company. And shouldn't be able to take that money. Like I said, it's, it's a literal death sentence on success. Why do people want to be successful? And why fucking inherit anything? If you just like... I, I, it's, it's, think about that. I'm disgusted by it. It's disgusting to think that if your father or your mom and your parents worked their butt off and they, they, they paid off a mortgage on, on a property that's worth six, $700,000 and they were able to put some money away. Maybe they put it in the stock market or something like that. They did well, another hundred grand. Or, and then maybe they saved a hundred grand and who knows, but the, the estate is now worth a million dollars. And, you know, you, you sell all that stuff up to settle the estate. And then the government comes in and says, oh, by the way, we're taking 500000 of it. 500000 of a mill. It's fucked up. And you people should be more pissed off about it. All right, listen. I want to get to the census thing real quick because it, it's, it's something that's, uh, that, that's more important. It's something that's a little bit more. So, listen. You must participate in the U.S. Census. The reason that you do... Is it rearranges the seats, the House of Rep of the House of Representatives? It does many other things, but this is one of the biggest things it does. The House of Representatives is made up of 435 representatives, and the congressional districts or, or the number of representatives each state has is based on its population. For example, Massachusetts has nine. California has the most. There can be no more than 435 seats. It's by law. I do believe that if D.C. became a state, they would get one. It would be 436 until the next census. And then it would go back to 435, like it did when Alaska and Hawaii became states. When Alaska and Hawaii became states, it bumped up to 437 so that they would have representation. Then the census came around and they shuffled the seats around again. So what happens is they have to allocate the 435 seats to certain states. In, in, the current, in, in, in the current census, um, six states will gain new seats. Seven states will lose seats. Now, this is kind of, it kind of works out in favor if you're a conservative. Five of the states that are losing seats were states that voted for Joe Biden. So, right, so Biden's losing five uh, seats, essentially. Biden's losing five seats. But on the other side, Trump, two states that voted for Trump, are losing seats. So it's really a net gain of three seats. So in, in 2022, ideally, you'd be looking at an easy win on three seats, on uh, gaining three seats for the conservative. Now listen, 
The House is pretty close right now. I think it's separated by like four, five, six seats, something like that. Democrats have control. This is why it's so important, though. Hear me out. You would say it's not that it doesn't come down to small numbers. New York is one of the states that lost a seat. And they missed out on getting a representative by 86 people. And I'm willing to bet that there are 86 people out there that didn't fill it out. So it's very important. Here's, here's the breakdown. Um, states that gained seats, Texas is going to get two more representatives. Colorado's going to get one. Florida's going to get one. Montana's going to get one. North Carolina's going to get one. Oregon's going to get one. States that lost a seat... California lost a seat, Illinois lost a seat, Michigan lost a seat, New York lost a seat, Ohio lost a seat, Pennsylvania lost a seat, West Virginia lost a seat. Now, the number of representatives is also directly tied to the number of electoral votes. For example, Massachusetts, it, it, it's tied, it, it's, so if you have, um, I don't know if the senators count either, but I, I got to think of that off the top of my head. I can tell you this, there, there are nine congressional seats or nine House of Representatives, so that's nine electoral votes. I, I'm going to assume that the senators count as well. I don't know why I don't know that off the top of my head. So Massachusetts would have 11, two senators, nine House of Representatives. and So now Texas gets two more electoral votes. Does that make sense to you? They got two more seats, so now they have two more electoral votes, two more for the red in the next election, if that makes That's why it's so important. It shifts it around. I, 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 please, you have to pay attention to this shit. So when it comes around. Now, I, I'm bringing this up because I'm going to call this and, and then we're going to end the podcast. Here's what I foresee. There will be a lawsuit from liberal mutants. They will sue. They are going to want to redo the census because they don't want to lose their seats. There's no way they're going to sit back and new, lose a net three. They want Washington, D.C. to become a state for the sole purpose of gaining a representative. That's why they're in two and two fucking um, two senators. So that's why they want that to become a state. That's why they want Puerto Rico to become a state. So here, you heard it first right here on Spazzing Out America's podcast. The, the census will get challenged. There will be a lawsuit because of New York being short 89, I think, 89 people to keep a representative. You watch, this shit will happen. Liberal mutants will sue at all fucking, any chance they can to keep their power. They will never let this sit. Never. All right, guys, I'm out. Thank you so much for listening uh, to Spazzing Out. Excuse me. Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Odyssey. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Do me a favor. Share the podcast with someone. Pass it along. We do it five times a week. Five fresh episodes a week. God bless. God bless America. To Spazzin' Out, America's podcast. Recorded live from Boston. Broadcasting around the world. Covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali.